A medical expert recently said that listening to the Ron Van Dam Show can improve your IQ. Okay, her area of expertise is toe fungus, and she said it in a bar, drunk, to Ron. But still, a medical expert said so. You and your toe fungus are listening to the Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's the Ron Van Dam Show. Okay, sure, why not? Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird, if you like that sort of thing. I'll do an episode, I got nothing else to do. Hey, welcome to the program. It is this thing, the Ron Van Dam Show. Thanks for coming. Make yourself comfortable. I will entertain you for the next 30 minutes, give or take 28 of them. How are you? Don't answer. It's a radio show. I don't do calls. I guess in a way, I do house calls. Because I'm talking to you in your house, or I could be, so... Hey, I do house calls. That's pretty cool. Any, anything I can say that sounds like an achievement, <laughs> I, I will say. That's the way I am. Alright. Good for you. Good for you. That's nice. Good for you. It's so demeaning when you say that to people, isn't it? It's so demeaning. Hey, hey, I, I went to a restaurant yesterday. Well, good for you. Good for you. Isn't that special for you? <laughs> hey, uh, I had dinner last night. Good for you. Wow, that's good for you. What a big boy. What a big boy you are. Good for you. It's so demeaning. I love it. And I say it with love. That's I, I do everything with love. It, it doesn't look like it on my face, but I mean love. I mean it. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> All right, fine. I got something for you today that I'm going to start the show with. I ended it. Uh, no, you don't, you don't end a sentence with the word if or with, you don't do that. You don't, you just don't do that. But I do have something interesting to play for you. I watch television a lot. But not stupid things. I watch things that are entertaining and informative. I was watching Jeopardy. Uh, and, and again, the reason I watch Jeopardy is I know there are people that are smarter than me. But um, I guess I don't care anymore. I used to care. I used to watch Jeopardy and go, I can't watch this. Look at all these smart people. They're, they're making fun of me. They're making fun that I don't know the answers that they know. They're making fun of me. Now it's I've I've reached the age where I don't care. I don't even care. It's interesting to see how much they know. I don't care. Anyway, so I'm watching the show and I, you know, I'm being entertained by the show and I'm learning stuff in a sense. And then comes on these 5000 different uh, commercials for uh, medications. Uh, television commercials have drilled into my head that I can get sick from anything at any time. And the choices of the various diseases 
are endless. Are They're endless. If I don't have one disease, I've got to get another because there are so many of them. Who goes through their life without any diseases or diagnoses that are negative or positive, whatever that thing is? Who, I mean, who, who goes through a perfect life where they never have anything wrong with them? Nobody. So now it's like uh, we're spinning the roulette, uh, roulette wheel, like which, which disease am I going to get? So fortunately, but unfortunately, they have all these medications that apparently you can't get yourself. You have to ask your doctor for a prescription. So now I'm telling my doctor which medications I want. And my doctor will inevitably say to me, no, we don't do that. Nobody came from that pharmaceutical company and gave us any kind of break or golf outing. Um, no, we didn't. So we can't, we can't prescribe that. We prescribe what we want. And don't tell me what to prescribe. Who the hell do you think you are? You're my patient. You don't have any medical background. How dare you? How dare you ask me to give you a prescription for, prescription for something you saw on television in a commercial? God, you should be ashamed of yourself. This is not over-the-counter stuff. You have to talk your doctor into it. Anyway, they are all depressing because nobody wants a disease, especially to the point where you have to get this medication and take it the rest of your life. I mean, it's horrible. It's just a horrible introduction when I'm trying to enjoy a television program to be reminded constantly of all of these medical conditions that if I don't have, I probably will get them. Oh, God, stop it. Leave me alone. Let me live my life with a little bit of a smile on my face if possible, huh? This is like pessimism being drilled into my head. So I'm watching, uh, and there's a commercial for a a product called Rigzalti or Rigzalti. I have no freaking idea. It's not my job to memorize the name of this medication. But it's for people with Alzheimer's and uh, the various results of having them it's a horrible condition um one of my parents had it i'm I'm sure you know somebody that does or one of your relatives i mean it's 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 just horrible you just don't have your mind anymore and and it's just it's it's just awful so they think they're coming up with medications to help that but let me tell you something kids um this is not pleasant. Uh, so here's the, uh, I, I gotta, I gotta play this commercial for you. First, uh, the commercial talks about, uh, the, the condition itself and, and, and how horrible it is. And, uh, this here, just listen to this. It's, it's just, it's just, uh, horrible. My mom's Alzheimer's never changed how much we love her, but it did change her. She developed agitation that may happen with dementia due to Alzheimer's disease. She started yelling, pacing around, kept repeating the same questions. She got agitated often, so we asked her doctor for help. Rixolti is the only FDA-approved medication proven to reduce agitation symptoms that may happen with dementia due to Alzheimer's disease. Okay, um, that's, that's the disease, that's the problem. Awful, horrific when I'm trying to watch a nice television show, I'm not, I'm not being delusional about it. I'm just saying, um, give me some time to enjoy something in life. Um, now, if you take the medication, this supposedly will help you. However, the second part of the commercial, 
as is the case with all these medications for everything, they have side effects. And some of the side effects um, can be a little bit concerning. Here's the rest of the commercial. Rick Zolte can cause serious side effects. Elderly dementia patients have increased risk of death or stroke. Report fever, stiff muscles, and confusion, which can be life-threatening, or uncontrolled muscle movements, which may be permanent. High blood sugar, which can lead to coma or death. Weight gain, increased cholesterol, low white blood cells, unusual urges, dizziness on standing, falls, seizures, trouble swallowing or sleepiness may occur. Take action for your loved one. Ask their doctor about Rixulti. Okay, all right. Here's the problem. Here, here's the problem. If you take these medications to give yourself a, a more enjoyable life under these conditions, the side effects, many of them will kill you. I don't understand. I mean, why would you even have something like this if it is so tremendously horrible? Uh, to actually take, I, 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 I don't, I don't quite understand the whole bit. Anyway, uh, just you know, I think you agree with me. Please tell these television commercials. Just leave me alone. If I have a problem with something, I will see my doctor, and uh, or I will go on that stupid internet thing that somebody invented, Bob Internet. I don't know who it's named after, but. I'll do the uh, this, the the international uh, what do you call it the international highway of information uh, I, whatever that thing is uh, uh, whatever the Google Google and I will Google all that stuff but I mean God uh, I, I have a hangnail right now and it hurts me a little bit um, but if I take this certain medication for the hangnail uh, the side effects are my finger could fall off. It can cause blood clots, in which case I'll die immediately. It can cause me to overeat or get diabetes so my legs fall off. Um, and then I've got to find medication to take care of the side effects that this stupid thing uh, gave me because I have a hangnail. Here's a person with Alzheimer's. Uh, they're, they're, they're in a dangerous condition already physically. Yet the side effects are that you can fall down and die, or you can walk into walls or, or walk off a building. They have these these medications for depression. Depression's a horrible thing. Oh my God! It's it's so stifling. It it, is, it makes life very difficult. Um, and then they have the medications, which uh, tell your doctor about this medication, and uh, what it does. It um, it it's for your depression. And what are, what's one of the side effects of depression medication? Depression. The side effects of the very medication to help you not have depression could cause depression. If you have suicidal thoughts, which apparently you have already because you have the depression, the medication could cause suicidal thoughts. The suicidal thoughts are because of all the downsides of taking the medication for which you have a problem to begin with. <clears throat> That's like saying, you know, you should stop smoking. But one of the side effects of not smoking is smoking. 
It, it doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> Check them out. I mean, you you can't. You know what I'm talking about. You can't avoid these things, even when you stream. Oh God, don't even start with streaming. And I'm not talking about the prostate problem thing. I'm talking about the internet streaming. Or don't even start me on that stuff. I thought cable was bad. People got rid of cable and then went to streaming. I don't even know what streaming is. I thought it was like what you do in the summer when you want to go fishing. Hey, grab the uh, fishing poles and the bait and tackle and let's go streaming. Uh, No, that's not what it is. Uh, Apparently, you have to pay individual things to get individual streaming channels which are basically no more than things, uh, television shows and movies that are like 20 years old. It's, uh, every once in a while, they'll throw in something you can't get anywhere else, but it doesn't justify the uh, 10 to $15 a month that you have to pay individually for all these things. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. I'm very, I'm, I'm so mad at uh, cable companies and every time they send me, they send me a survey about the, the performance of the cable company. And, and my, my response is, you suck. You just always suck. And I don't care how good your service is. Your prices are so horrible. And then the, the, and the CVS does this to me. They send me surveys uh, through the email uh, thing. And uh, one of the questions, would you recommend CVS uh, to a friend of yours? No. No. Why would I tell my friend to go into a place where they charge too much money? they're going to say, Ron, what did you send me to CVS for? They, 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 they overcharge on everything. They're the most expensive store I've ever been in in my life. Every other store is cheaper than they are or less expensive than they are. Why, why did you recommend CVS to me? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I didn't. You want to send out these surveys? Watch out for me. Don't send me any. Because I don't care who you are, you suck. You're too expensive. Would I recommend you to? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. I wouldn't recommend you to myself. You're on the verge of being kicked out of my life. Would you recommend me to a friend? First of all, if I had any friends, I wouldn't recommend you. And secondly, I wouldn't recommend you. And third, I won't recommend you. And fourth, you're not getting a recommendation from me. You want a recommendation? Lower your prices. Get some human beings into your place. And give me some good customer service. Give me some loving. Then I'll recommend you to my friends. I've recommended people to various places because I was impressed by their customer service, their good pricing, and the product. That's what I'm looking for. How dare you ask me if I recommend you to a friend? Uh, First of all, I would have to have a friend in order to recommend you, and that's just not worth it to me. Would you recommend me to a family member? Only if I didn't like them. There's an idea. You want to get back at somebody who you don't like? Don't hurt them. Just recommend them to places that you don't like at all and make them go through the same frustrating experience that you've been through. And when they call you 
or contact you and say, how could you recommend me to this company? I would say, well, that's because you're an asshole. <clears throat> what have we covered today, uh, boys and girls? Because uh, it's going to be a quick test. First of all, when I started the show, I played some music. That's our theme song. And I talked about uh, these television commercials about diseases and how uh, the medications to solve them are sometimes worse than the disease themselves. So, like, I don't know what to do now. And the fact that my doctor will uh, find it quite amazing that I'm recommended, recommending certain products to them when I don't even have a medical degree. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> Secondly, we discussed uh, uh, streaming and cable companies and companies that uh, send you surveys and ask your opinion on how they're doing. And I constantly respond by saying, you're not doing well enough. If you're looking for some kind of shining review, you've come to the wrong place. You want a shining review? Start doing some good stuff with your company. Stop raping me financially and tossing me around with these robotic answering machines when I call your place. Hire somebody to answer the phone, why don't you? Every place I call, and I use the telephone because I'm old. Even when I go online, you know, you go online, frequently asked question, go to our website for frequently asked questions. Well, uh, I don't frequently ask those questions. I want to speak to somebody because I'm pissed off. I can't get pissed off at a computer. I can't get pissed off at a robot. Well, I know. We know. That's why we do this. <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, what is this? Generation X? or I don't know what it is now. I don't know what you call this one. But you kids are going to grow up too someday if you're lucky. You don't get one of those diseases on TV. You're going to grow up someday, and you're going to say the same thing that I say when I'm grown up, and that is things were better before. Sure, there's some technological advances that are quite incredible and, are, and quite useful, but the ones that aren't incredible and useful, why are we doing them? Why are we going there? I see kids all over the world uh, focused on their little phones, and that's all they do. Tune out the world and tune into their little phones in worlds that are created for them in order to sell or persuade them. They focus on the phone while they're sitting down. It's, I mean, you kids, you're going to pay the price for this one, man. I, when I was growing up, we didn't have that shit. We walked around and did stuff. We went to stores and shopped. We went to places. We moved our ass. We walked to places. We made telephone calls on a phone. And maybe they weren't mobile phones. Maybe they were connected to the wall at most times. But when I did use it, a person was on the other end. And I had a human connection to a person. It was different. And they were pleasant, and they were nice, and they were helpful, and they discussed the problem, and they, and they fixed them. And they never said to me, hold on, 
We'll be with you in 45 minutes. I never said that. There was always someone available to take care of me, to nurture me. And that is the kind of business that I recommend. We have a guest coming up momentarily, but first uh, a short commercial break. It won't hurt, believe me. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. I'm really not. These are little comedy commercials that we put together. John Shanahan, he's a wonderful man. He really is. Um, do you go to strip clubs? There's one down the street that's incredible. Gentlemen, have you ever been in the mood for a nice knish or maybe bagel in the schmear, but you're also in the mood for some exotic dancing? You can't find those in the same place. Until now. I'm Moishi Kaufman, inviting you to come visit us at Moishi's Knish and Strippers, the area's first genuine kosher deli and titty bar. Come in and rock out with your locks out and check out our dances. These girls are so nice, you'll plots, and they're all certified kosher. Maybe not the kind of girl you bring home to mother, but once you see Delia fold a dollar bill without using her hands, you won't care what mom thinks. Look, Bubby, you're in a strip club. That alone is enough to kill her, so live a little. Every Thursday, don't miss our buns and brisket buffet from noon to six. Moishi's condition strippers is closed on the Sabbath. Hey, we might be a little unorthodox, but we're not heathens. Tess Masters is a powerhouse blogger, and she's powerhoused another book called The Blender Girl Smoothies. And after you read this book and you put it in the blender, you'll find out how healthy and good feeling you can be. Tess, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having me. Now, um, okay, I don't think there's a person listening to this show who doesn't want to be healthier, slimmer, uh, to have their body working correctly. And here you come along with uh, the Blender Girl smoothies. And I'll tell you something. Smoothies are, I mean, I know in California where you are, that's kind of a big thing. In New England, it's kind of not, but it should be. <laughs> and, uh, so, well, I may just change your mind. Because yeah. The thing about smoothies, they're so popular, you know, and no one really needs a recipe for a smoothie because, you know, you can just throw fruit and a few spices and things and create something really delicious. But for me with this book, I really wanted to show people that smoothies can be meals. And I love to go on a dimensional journey with a smoothie, much like a textured dish. So, you know, there's lots of smoothies in the book which can really show people how to, um, you know, extend their thinking beyond what they might think to put in a smoothie, you know. So I've got lots of different recipes, you know, for breakfast, for dessert, very, very interesting combinations, green smoothies. And it's a great way to get your daily dose of fruits and vegetables, you know. So there's like a, an amazing breakfast smoothie in the book, you know, that's um, called Crazy the Cantaloupe. I love it. It tastes like a creamsicle and it's, you know, mm. just got orange juice and melon, a bit of banana. Um, I'm using... Um, there's a really fantastic yogurt on the market called Silk, and it's dairy-free, and it tastes exactly yes. like dairy yogurt for yes. people that are, you know, looking to be a little bit healthier. Yes. Um, and then, you know, I, I love to put a little bit of um, salt in all my smoothies, which is an interesting thing, but Celtic sea salt is a really mineral-rich salt, which is very strengthening for the body. So I love to do that. And, you know, it just brings out the beautiful flavor of the melon. Um, and, you know, green smoothies are amazing. 
um, they're really they're trending right now, you know. But a lot of people just kind of go, I'm not having that, mm. you know. So I love to create, you know, green smoothies that taste like cocktails and are really fun and refreshing for summer. So for you guys on the East mm. Coast, you know, I, I love this green mojito smoothie because it kind of tastes like a fun cocktail, you know. And mm. um, I love to crack open like uh, Melissa's have got these amazing young Thai coconuts, which are amazing. But you could use just water, and I mix it with you know some limes and some mint and some you know baby kale and frozen pineapple from Earthbound Farm, which is really good quality, really beautiful, very mild in flavor. And then you could sort of add some things if you wanted to, like, um, you know, some Navitas Naturals wheatgrass powder or a little bit of coconut oil for me too, but just to Mm. boost the nutritional content of the smoothie. So you kind of, I'm always trying to put as many different nutrients as possible without affecting the flavor so it doesn't look like a big old glass of death. And also, um, you know, very, very delicious and, you know, appealing to people, you know. So there's there's a few very interesting smoothies in the book. Like there's a, my very favorite smoothie in the book is, um, is called the pomegranate slam it because it kind of just like hits you on the front and expands and it's like a firecracker in oh, your mouth you oh, know and I love oh, it oh. It's, it, this is interesting so bear with me it's a very interesting combination it's it's got pomegranate juice mm-hmm. an orange a little bit of red bell pepper which is bizarre in a smoothie but it creates this extraordinary flavor hmm. I'm thickening it with a tiny bit of avocado so all of that beautiful glutathione um, you know healthy fat and then I'm adding some beautiful Driscoll strawberries because they're exquisite right now and you, they're, they're all over Boston so you can get them readily um, I'm putting a tiny bit of arugula and some cayenne pepper from Frontier Co-op because it's really, really great in flavor and it's kind of just got this amazing flavor. And then dessert, because we all love dessert, I've got this smoothie in the book called a blueberry breakfast tart which tastes like a melted pop tart. It's amazing, but it's healthy. So I'm using, Mm. um, you know, some silk almond milk, um, a little bit of raw cashews and some rolled oats to sort of replicate the flavor of pastry you know, pastry, which is really, really delicious. Yeah. And then I'm adding some blueberries, some ground cinnamon. You could fortify it with some coconut oil. It's really, really great. So there's kind of something for everybody in the book, you know. And we want, we all want to add more fruits and vegetables into our diet. And I kind of feel like besides grazing in your produce drawer or, you know, picking up a piece of fruit, a handful yeah. of nuts, yeah. a smoothie you know, the ultimate healthy fast food. So okay. it just makes eating fruits and vegetables fun. Now, can, can I replace my meals with the smoothie? In, in other words, can I go through the whole day and have smoothies and will that be okay for me yeah i mean i don't know if anyone wants to co-check their teeth at the door but (laughs) i love smoothies i mean some days i have two smoothies you know but i kind of you know i get thousands of emails a month you know from people saying because i ask everybody what's your perfect blend i love people to write to me and and you know tell me what they're making Mm. and a lot of people are making the same smoothie over and over and over so i really encourage people Mm. for nutritional diversity and taste bud satisfaction to make it fun to be blending different things every day but i think you know i have a smoothie for breakfast every single morning so i think it's a great quick easy breakfast i can take it in the car with me on my way to work Mm -hmm. um you know i can put it in mason jars put it in the fridge for lunch so yes you absolutely can i mean i love making savory gazpacho you know salty smoothies Ooh, that's but, good. but it tastes like soup you yeah, know that's good. So you can yeah you know with uh, bell pepper and tomatoes ah, and a bit of cilantro a tiny bit of onion you know those kind of smoothies make fantastic lunches yes. afternoon snacks or yes. quick easy dinners you know on like a you know a summer night where you don't really feel like cooking so you know yeah. really savory smoothies actually expand your repertoire of soups i like know? that so, i like that yeah does does the body uh, break down soup better than it uh, not soup uh, liquid better than it does solids? In other words, if I had a smoothie for dinner, would I like gain weight because I'm not eating and then sitting around and going to sleep? <laughs> 
Well, you know, it's interesting. There, there is absolutely this idea out there that you know, blended food is you know pre-digested. It's been broken down yeah, somewhat. But, no, but no. what people tend to forget is the first stage of digestion begins in the mouth. Uh-huh. So you know, it's kind of that thing of you know, swish and chew your liquids and drink your solids. You know, so I would encourage people when you're drinking smoothies, just swish it around a little bit. Don't glug it and chug it in you know, thirty seconds. Gotcha. But I do think that. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. I'm getting um, a lot of emails from men, actually. It's really yeah. interesting that I'm talking to you, that, um, you know, who've been making some of the weight loss smoothies in the book yeah. and have, you know, lost 10 to 20 pounds. You know, you, you know, know you know, when they talk about weight loss, you always, you know, they always talk about women. Men want to look good, too, you know? And, yeah, and absolutely. They, they, may, they may not talk about it a lot, but, you know, <laughs> they're, they're really, they want to look good for their, for their woman as well. And yeah, absolutely. Some. And, yeah. you know, the interesting thing is, you know, my my um, demographics actually swung 54% male in the last two years. And it's not sure. because I look like Kim Kardashian. It's because oh, men are really, really interested <laughs> in this. They want to look good. They want to be healthy. They want to work out. They want to find quick, easy, healthy, fast food yeah. to sustain them and, and nourish them. And so I think it's a really important point. Men really are interested yeah, in true. this. That's true. It's also obviously great for women and really, really wonderful yeah. for children. So, you Tess, know, it's a great way to get children oh, yeah. you know, in the kitchen making stuff. It's themselves. about time the children ate properly as well. And this way they can have their nutritious things and they think it's a, it's a shake or something. And that's great. Listen, yep. I, I wish, you know, I, so I'm in the supermarket and I'm looking for all these good things to put in a smoothie. I wish there was an app on my, on my phone that would have <laughs> the information. I love you. Yes, so the Blender Girl Smoothies book actually began as an app with Random House. It was launched last October, and it's so much fun on your phone because unlike the book, you can actually search. You know, you can punch in, I feel, you know, like I feel a bit a bit slow and sleepy. I yeah. need a burst of energy. I crave something salty or yeah. something sweet, something fruity. So it's so it's such a fun way to search for smoothies. So I really encourage everyone. It's uh, the Blender Girl Smoothies app, which is available in the app store. That's wonderful. It's the Blender Girl Smoothies, uh, gluten-free, vegan, paleo-friendly recipes, and it's got pictures of the smoothies, so it really, really makes you want to put these things together. Uh, she's Test Masters. Uh, how do we find you on the Internet? Yeah, you can find me everywhere at theblendergirl.com, and I am at the Blender Girl everywhere in social media, and I answer every tweet, every Facebook post, every email. So please reach out. Tell me what you're making from the book and the app, and tell me what you're creating yourself, and I'd love to feature you. Hey, it's a whole new world here. Thank you so much for your time, Tess. Thank you. Have a great day. Take care. All right. Thank you to my guests, and thank you to you for joining me. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand-new episode, but until that time arrives... I wish you peace.